Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hi, welcome back to Addicted to the Climb. Today is so exciting because I'm sitting here in my office with one of my besties, Heather Monahan. Yay! And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> so, this is so funny because right when I pressed record, Heather was like, wait a minute, didn't we just do this two years ago when you first set up your podcast? Yes, we did. Remember? So Heather made me, well, wait, before I jump into that, let me just tell you who Heather is. If you don't know her, Heather Monahan has been one of my besties for, we figured out, over 30 years. We were about 15, so don't try to do the math. (laughs) Please do not do the math at our age. We're only 22. And we met in high school, had a little bit of a rocky start. (laughs) I have watched Heather evolve obviously in her career it has been a transformation to say the least fast forward heather has been breaking glass ceilings from corporate america to starting her own brand of helping others just create confidence with her two bestseller books creating confidence and overcoming your villains she's a tedx speaker she's a national speaker international speaker I mean, how, God, wow, this is crazy. And the beautiful part of all this is Heather's faith has evolved in a crazy way over this last year. And I can't wait to talk about that. So she has a lot of amazing accolades that she's worked very hard for. I'm very happy to call her my friend. It's exciting. (laughs) And so welcome to the show. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I'm so happy to be here two years after we kicked this baby off. Oh, what a great idea that was two years ago. (laughs) I'm so thankful because this whole messaging of Addicted to the Climb has really even changed my life in a way. It's making such a huge impact because when you think about Addicted to the Climb, what do you think about right now? So what I think about is how I can keep on climbing and never give up. I mean, we're going to hit obstacles and grief and divorce and breakups and so many things that we all go through similarly, but it's the way we handle those things. And being addicted to the climb is really just keeping your eyes on the prize ahead and staying on that climb. Because if you stop because devastation happens or yes, take your moment to cry, do your thing, go through the grief, but you have to keep your eyes focused or else you're going to be in the same place a year from now, two years from now. Things won't happen for you. you got to keep climbing, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's what you've done. 
you got to keep climbing. Sometimes you think that you're getting knocked down, but you're just getting redirected to something so much better. I love it. And so, guys, Thanksgiving just passed, and this is our tradition. Every single year, we spend Thanksgiving together. It's so much fun, and our boys are 15 and 16 right now, so they're in the thick of things, <laughs> starting to drive in girls, in the parties that they want to go to. Yeah. We have to worry about drinking because, let's face it, we're real here. Alcohol is part of the 15 and 16 year old um life which we don't love but it's challenging with motherhood like tell me about what you're going through right now with your son <laughs> well we live in miami and i'm a single mom so it is one of those situations where i'm really proud of my son he's a great kid however he's a very very active social life which is great i was the same way right you were the same way same but it, it's tough in that, and, and I've shared this with you recently, that I have to wait up for him all the time because I want him to know there's accountability, there's consequence, right? You need to come home. I want to see you. I want to hear how your night was. But he's coming mm -hmm. home so late. So typically I would go to bed every night at 10 o'clock at night, right? Because we, we wake up very early in the morning. And now, I mean, some nights I'm going to bed midnight. One night was one <sighs> in the morning. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm too old for this, buddy. This is insane. <laughs> but this is what we have to do. Right. Remember when we were that age? Right. I always have to remind myself, okay, I did the same thing. I have to have grace. I have to have patience. Even though we want, you know, we don't want to stay up, but no. somebody has to stay up, like you said, and just make sure they're okay. As hard as it is, it does. It's not fun right now. If you guys have kids that are under 10, <laughs> cherish those times because they're in your house. They're going to sleep when you want. Right. Oh, when that they change. It but, changes. But it also gets easier. It's so fun for me to be able to hang out with my son now. Like on right. the flight, he grabs my bags. He carries a suitcase. Like he, he's <laughs> like a that. young man now. He can take care of so much and help me in, in such great ways. I love that. I know. I appreciate that. Yeah. Watching them become little young men. Love it. And, I love that part And, of it. I mean, they're so handsome to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I just said to Heather the other day, I'm like, look at them. They're so handsome. They are. I love this. But, no, it is challenging. You'll get through it. It's just like anything else. Stay addicted to the climb. You just got to keep going. And you know what I have to say about parenting? This is my opinion. You can give me yours. I don't think we should condemn our kids. Like, don't do this and don't do that. They're 15 and 16. They have to try things. We have to be accepting of that because if we're standing over them, hovering over them, telling them what not to do, they're going to do the opposite. And I see that in other friends, you know, other women that I know in my community that um, just parent differently. And this is just my opinion, but I find the more I'm open with my son, Tony, the more we talk about alcohol and girls and relationships and what's going on on the internet and all the things that are pulling him in every direction mm -hmm. he's more open with me right. and I like that approach better than don't do this don't do that and make sure you're home early like I want him to enjoy life I want him to have fun and go through experiences so he can grow right. and figure out what's best for him one of the things that I like about having like-minded parents and people and friends around my son, and I'll give the example of yesterday, you, you know, I was upset my son wanted, I posted a picture of my son <laughs> yes. and my my good friend and her son, and, and the boys are really good friends back in Miami, and I thought it was such a great picture and such a sweet post about being thankful for friendships, you know, all over, and, and my son was so upset and wanted the post deleted immediately. 
and he was very angry. He just didn't like the picture. And I thought, oh my gosh, are you crazy? This is so not a big deal. However, he was in the car with your husband at the time with your son. And when your husband heard him saying, oh, my mom has to delete that picture, he jumped right in and said, hey, go easy on your mother. I you know, it. give her some credit and, and don't be so tough on her. And it was, I love that when you're around like-minded people, mm -hmm. they're like, hey, I get it. Like, you might not like that picture, but also don't forget the big, it's just nice to have people around mm. you supporting you, like on your team yep. when you might not even know the conversation's happening. Exactly. That is, that's one of the things I cherish about us. You know, we do have a lot of things. We're very similar, Heather. <laughs> that was so funny yesterday. <laughs> yesterday we, okay, so let's jump over to yesterday because it was Thanksgiving and great transition piece. That was good. Yesterday. Wait, we're going to give you the behind the scenes joke, by the way. We will give you the behind the scenes joke. But first, I want to start with every year, as I said, Heather comes for Thanksgiving. I host. It's beautiful. It's small. We host about 22 people. And I love it. It's something my mom started doing when I was a baby. So she always had Thanksgiving. And then, unfortunately, my mom passed five years ago. And it was devastating. And then, you know. But that also is what launched Addicted to the Climb. It did. It so did. It's also incredible in some ways. It is. And she really set the groundwork for everything I'm doing today with my yes. faith in Jesus and Everything about my business, my mom really gave me that foundation. And if you haven't read my book yet, Addicted to the Climb, I go into detail how my mom really paved the way for me. So don't forget to grab that copy. Shameless plug. Yeah, and, and well, you were also explaining yesterday, well, or your husband was, about how it, your mom really transformed your marriage too. Like, yes. Just, she's such an incredible leader and mm -hmm. leadership in faith and leadership in, mm -hmm. in so many ways so, in so many i'm so, so blessed helpful. yes so, so powerful so powerful so my mom always had thanksgiving and then when she passed i took over and you know a few years later my dad met someone ended up getting married and that was a whole other transition which it's okay it's great we're over five years in now and so this year, now that my dad is married, her the, his wife's daughter lives in California. So he says to me in October, oh, by the way, we're going to visit that their family in California. Okay, you have to understand, I am an only child. <laughs> I always had Thanksgiving with my parents. Now I don't have my mom. Now, first time ever, I wasn't going to have my dad. So yes, I had a pity party. I cried for a moment because I was so devastated that I'm not going to spend it with my dad. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. It's a holiday. It's a beautiful holiday. So I got over it. I said, okay, Kel, get your act together. Know that your dad is great. He's in good health and he's going with his wife right now. So be happy for him. So I was, I was happy for him. Now, meanwhile, the rest of my family, my dad's side after COVID decided they weren't coming this year. So now it's Heather, me, another cousin, and our kids. Meanwhile, so that was a transition. Meanwhile, two week, not even two weeks ago, our best friends in, said, hey, why don't you guys come to our house for Thanksgiving? And I was like, I don't know. I'm so, I always have Thanksgiving. I want to have it. And anyways, my point is I want to talk about when things change and you have to make room for change because as much as I was hesitant 
and resistant to not hosting because I was. I like doing my cooking. I like being in my home. It's what I do. It's what I know. It's familiar, right? And we you get, worked hard at it to make it beautiful in the right. way you really want it to be. And yeah. it's a familiar place to me. It's like a it's warm comfort. and fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I said, you know what? I'm going to try something new. I'm going to step out. Heather, I called you. Heather, so guess what? So um, I'm literally, it was probably two days before I'm flying here and Kelly calls and says, oh, hey, I forgot to mention, we're <laughs> actually going to go ahead and do Thanksgiving at Nikki's home, who I knew Nikki and her husband, but I hadn't seen them in 20 right. years. And it was funny, just very recently, I owned a home in Miami for 17 years, and I just sold it two months ago. And I remember when I was embarking on this new moment of time in my life, I decided to frame it up as an adventure. And I said, you know what, because I, I felt nervous. I didn't know where I was moving, right? There was a lot of stress around it. And again, the unknown, not mm -hmm. the opposite of comfort, right? right. Like stepping into the unknown. And I remember saying, okay, I can be scared about this or I can frame it up as this is going to be the greatest adventure of this year and let's I go it. take it on and see like what exciting things come out yeah. of it. And it's been so exciting and so everything is like a big surprise because I'm, you know, I'm meeting all new people. I live in a completely different place. But I remember saying to Kelly, okay, this is the adventure then. This is our Thanksgiving adventure. And I love it. You've been using that word in, listen, you guys, when you go through change, Start saying it. This is going to be a new adventure. And yes. your mindset actually changes. The way yes. you think about the situation. How you approach, it. How you approach yes. it. So I love that because that's what I had to do with my dad not coming. And I was sorry for myself. I was feeling bad. Oh my God, my Thanksgiving's going to be so sad this year for my kids. <laughs> I was. I went through the whole bad process in my mind yeah. until I snapped myself out of it, which that's what we all have to, that's what we talk about all the time. It's a mindset. So we got excited. I'm like, I'm getting myself pumped up to go to Nikki's. Heather has not seen Nikki in 20 years, as she said, <laughs> and her husband, which we all grew up together. But they just, Heather comes in the summer once. She comes for Thanksgiving. And we never, you know, we miss each other. So, plus I like to keep Heather all to myself. <laughs> no, no, no. That's an inside joke too. So Nikki's like, Kel, all these years you've been keeping us apart. <laughs> it is. It's so funny. But anyways, what turned, what started as resistance became such a beautiful blessing. Yes. We had an amazing day. Amazing. So peaceful. So, meeting new people yes. that I had never met before. You know, like it was. getting to experience people who I hadn't seen in two decades and, and getting to catch up with them. And, right. And, sharing their joy for their life and what what an amazing gratitude it exercise was. we went yes. through at dinner and yes. th there was just so many beautiful new traditions new yes. opportunities and moments where we all truly felt so grateful but you know what I love about you is that you're always so open and willing to, to do it Heather is the one that she's never like oh really you think we should go there or oh should we do that <laughs> like never in our whole life you're always like Great, let's do it. She's so full of the glass half full. She sees things the glass half full in everything. She's never like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like it's going to be fun. She just doesn't, you don't go there in your well, mind. we make our own fun. Right. And I also know about myself. Listen, there's plenty of things I'm not good at. Like, you're so great at creating a home. You're so great at decorating. You're so great at cooking. You're so great at, like, 
while I'm not, those are not my strong suit, right? But what, like, the things that I know I am gonna, I can go into any situation and meet right. people, make friends, like, make something super fun, like, mm-hmm. bring high energy, and, like, I know wherever we're gonna go, we're gonna have a great time. Right. So it's like, I just lean into that, you know, and, and the funny thing is, for anyone listening right now, it's not like, listen, my whole life has not been like this. I trained myself to be like this. And, mm-hmm. and, and what I mean by that is, I've endured so much hardship in my life that I decided, listen, it can break me or it can make me. And I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. let it make me, right? Like this is, got, I can take anything on. Like there's, like I'm unstoppable. And so when you approach life and challenges and new opportunities from that vantage point, you really, you do become unstoppable and, and you can 100%. live, you know, whatever life you want. Yes, it is so true. And that's what I stress to even my clients and, you know, women in their 40s, for an example, they sometimes have lost themselves along the way. Oh gosh, a lot of people. A lot. And ladies, you're listening, you can be unstoppable. Life's not over in your mid to late 40s. You're just starting. You can start a new venture, a new career. Do something that's going to excite you if you're just feeling stuck because you have to create your own way, your own happiness, your own joy. Nobody's going to do it for you. And so I love that you just touched on that because that's what we talked about yesterday with Tony, my husband. People look sometimes at us and you're so lucky. Look at you. You're, you know, we have owned an insurance agency for a a long time now, but no one sees behind the scenes of how hard my husband works. They only see when he takes a golf day or, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, Tony's out golfing again. Yeah. But in you, Heather, I mean, you have put in so much work in your branding of yourself and who you want to be. And nobody sees all the blood, sweat, and tears behind the scenes. They just see your highlight reel. So back to that, I just want you to know, put the work in, create your own happiness, pave your own way for greatness. It's That's what life is all about. Absolutely. Looking at the glass half full. And you know... I was not always like that. I'm going to be real vulnerable right now. I I was kind of, I was always a happy person and energetic and bringing the life to the party. But my husband has taught me to really look at the glass half full because he's 100%. He's the master. master. Without a doubt. 100% like Tony is the the glass half full. (laughs) He's a glass half full from the minute he wakes up his whole entire life. So I've learned a lot from him and it's a beautiful thing. So I'm very proud of that. And he has brought... Yeah, I completely agree. So, oh, we never touched on the the story we were going to tell about us being so similar. (laughs) (laughs) So yesterday we're at the house for Thanksgiving and Heather and I were in a conversation with another girl... um, Someone I'd never met. Someone she never met. And we were just all talking, what were we talking about? We were just talking about babies and us being friends forever. And I said, well, Amanda, Heather and I are just really similar. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, Heather thought that was hilarious. She actually left the room laughing, (laughs) ran to my husband and said, Tony, Kelly said we're so similar. And what I meant was, what we said in the beginning of the show, we have, we're aligned. Our approach to life yes. is very similar. That's and what I was we, talking about. You and I are I so mean... different in so <laughs> many ways. It's, 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 it's funny that it we're is. such great friends. I know. But I think, to my point, when I was talking about, like, you're so great at the things I'm not great at, right? And I right. have a lot of experience in things yes. you have never done. 
So it's like you complement each other well yes. versus we don't ever butt heads because right. we come at things from so, like it completely different know. perspective, background, whatever, yes. that there's never we're so different from one another right. that, that that's what I think allows us to, to gel and get along. And exactly. Like, and never, that's the we, same. We, just, we don't argue. We don't opposites argue. attract. Yeah. It's like marriage, yeah. you know, opposites attract. That's how it is. You can't be too similar on things. And I love that. We have a great blend of talents and everything else we bring to the table. Absolutely. I love it. I'm so I'm so blessed. But I'm so thankful. But there's never competition. No. Between, the only competition no. we ever had was around a bad boyfriend <gasps> a million years ago. And and that was, but I can remember it did feel like competition back then. Because Yes. But that's when you know you're with the wrong people, right? Like that was a bad guy that was putting, right. you know, not being honest and, and, and creating an environment that was full of lack of trust and whatnot and, and Thankfully, that brought us together. Mm-hmm. We, we dismissed him. Mm-hmm. He was voted off the island. And we <laughs> stayed on. You know, and see you later, buddy. But then once you're around like-minded people that are right. that are your champions mm-hmm. and your supporters, mm-hmm. when you're around or not around and you trust and know it, that's like the, the best feeling. It's the best. when when Especially when women come together oh and gosh. girlfriends. We, yes. When you don't want to see each other win, forget it. It's the worst situation ever. I, I, I honestly... I've been through it a few times in my life over the years, obviously. We all have, I'm sure. But when you know somebody doesn't want to see you win, it's such a, you have to put a stop to it. Okay, so I, I'll give a quick, I'm not going to hijack Cal's podcast, but I will just give a quick um, overview. You always on, try to hijack my stuff, so it's fine. <laughs> on this topic, I have to, I have to sign it on. So I was in corporate America for 20-something years in the media business. I was a chief revenue officer. And the entire time that I worked at this one company for 14 years, there was one other woman on the executive team with me, and she saw me as competition. Mm-hmm. I did not see her as competition, but it's irrelevant. She saw me as competition. So she was always trying to set me up, stab me in the back, you know, be dishonest, do things to cause me trouble and difficulty. I chose to ignore her, which is the wrong decision. And I chose to ignore her, hoping that she'd go away. Instead, she grew in power. She ultimately became the CEO, and she fired me unexpectedly five years ago, which ended up being the biggest blessing in my life because it started me down. I left corporate America. I went to work for myself. I wrote and self-published my first book. I launched my podcast. I launched my speaking career. Right? None of these things would have right. happened had I stayed in corporate America on mm-hmm. that linear path I was mm-hmm. on. So it ended up being a blessing. But it also taught me that you know we're teaching people how to treat us. And I was teaching another woman that it was okay to treat me terribly. Mm-hmm. And I was allowing for that by doing nothing. So I live my life very differently now. Mm-hmm. When someone doesn't treat me well, yep. you know, I address yeah. it head on and, and I, I call out the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do. I think a it's lot. It's easier well, the more you do it. But a lot of times, and, and we talked about this on your podcast because we just, Heather's podcast is creating confidence we did her show last month, but we talked about that is it's, I think it's hard to be uncomfortable. Nobody wants to address the issue. Nobody wants to pick the phone up and, but the only way to move past it, to get through it, find a solution is you either ignore it or you find that solution by making the phone call. What you, and you know, and, and it was a blessing. Like you said, everything you went through created it. You are the woman you are today because you went through that. Absolutely. So stick to it. If you're in a hard spot right now, just know on the other side, there could be a beautiful blessing that you can talk about at some point. And you just haven't seen it yet. And you haven't seen it yet. And it's hard, but you got to keep climbing, keep going. So before we end, I want to ask you, Heather, we're heading into 2023. 
I love, I don't know if you ever do this. We never talked, well, maybe we have. I like to have a word of the year, something that just keeps me focused. This is my word and I'm sticking to it. Like this year, my word was move and I made a bracelet with move on it because for me, I wanted God to move through me move for me and move with me in my career, in my life, in my marriage, in my friendships, and just be the center of that. So I've been thinking a lot about my word. And before I tell mine, do you have one or something? Well, I'll tell you what mine was. I I don't necessarily do it as a word, but I can, I can, to answer your question, I'll tell you for 2022 what I did. I remember for me having a background in corporate America, there's a lot of masculine energy in what I did in business. And I remember thinking to myself, going into 2022, I want this to be a big year of transformation and personal growth for myself. One of the ways I think I could grow is to move into my feminine power, Mm -hmm. which is not something that I was really ever accepting of before. I saw that as a negative in my mind, you know, from the business standpoint. Mm -hmm. But I started thinking, why am I still single? Why am I the one like, oh, don't worry, it's hard, but I can handle it. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't want to have to handle it. What if instead I let go and mm-hmm. and allow for other people to help me? What if I allow I like for right feminine energy, which mm-hmm. is about receiving? Right. So that was really my mission for 2022. And I did not lose sight of it. And I definitely feel like I was so much more open to blessings, to receiving blessings, to receiving guidance, to receiving help. Um, faith, it, receiving faith. Absolutely. And it, it's definitely been a transformational year. However, as we sit here, um, you know, looking or knocking on the door of 2023, I haven't, de- I haven't decided yet what I've sat around and thought about plans from like, you know, right. um, you know, what new products do I want to launch? What do I want to have happen with business or relationships or whatnot? But I haven't thought about like what is that one transformational word for next mm. year. So I, I gotta I guess we gotta figure that one out. Okay, well get back to me on that. <laughs> Stand by, I will let you guys know. <laughs> well, let me tell you about mine. Mine is a little different this year because usually I have a focus. In this year, what I've realized over 2022 is that I always had a hard time feeling proud of what I do, meaning, you know, they say the joy is in the journey. Mm-hmm. I have to remind myself, so basically my word is proud, and the reason why is I want to constantly remind myself and be proud of the things, the small things, the little things, the big things that I'm doing in in and along my own path. So I keep thinking and remind, because it brings tears to my eyes at, wow, I just created a program for women that the impact has been so... I, there's no words for it, you know, but like the program I just ran for six weeks, I was testing it and I'm so proud that I put myself out there in faith. I didn't know who was going to show up, who was going to sign up, if anybody was. I'm proud that I launched my book and just being proud of the things. Listen, you might wake up and you're a mom and you had a tough day, but you didn't um, cave in, you didn't collapse. Feel proud of yourself as a mom that made it through the day with grace. Feel proud of yourself. It doesn't have to be, 
in your job or career. Right. It's just sometimes I think a lot of times we forget to feel proud. Like I feel proud I drank eight glasses of water today, you know? Well, it's funny because I was doing a coaching call earlier and that was what I ended my call with her, Kelly, was to say to her, I said, I want you to reflect for a minute on the yes. past two weeks of your life. Yes. And I want you to feel really proud of yourself. It, that's behind you now. Yes, yes, it sunk. It was negative. Right. It was a very difficult situation. Yeah. She went through some major hardship in the last two weeks. I said, but that's behind you. That's in your right. rear view. And I want you to celebrate that you, you withstood that, you survived it, mm-hmm. and now that's behind you. So yeah, being I, proud is really important. It is, and I think we just have to focus on it because we do. We, we get lost in all the things we didn't do. Instead, think about the little thing you did. Did you eat a salad today that normally you would have? I did uh, not. You did. <laughs> Heather needs a salad. She de- definitely needs a salad by today. <laughs> but those are what those are the things I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be a major right. milestone thing that you yeah. accomplished. Just be proud on a weekly basis, if a daily and basis. And if you're not, then start asking yourself, how can I make better decisions? Yes. How can I make myself proud today? How, right. What would the thing be? Right. Invest in myself. Go yes. for a workout. Like you said, choose a better option for yes. you know, something to eat that's going to make you give you more right. energy or make you feel better. Go to bed earlier. What, whatever it's right. going to be. But make those better choices because that's all within your power. It is. And then, and then those things start snowballing. And you want to keep making yourself proud. And that's how you are unstoppable. And that's how you stay addicted to the climb, right? Absolutely. Amen on that. Amen. Amen. So, Heather, we're going to end now. And I'm so thankful that you're here and we're doing this live. It's so fun. But what are you up to? What are you What are you launching? Anything new that you can tell my listeners? Oh, my gosh. Well, definitely check out the show, Creating Confidence with Heather Monaghan. We're top 20 on the business podcast, Apple Charts. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud of that. Yes. It makes me so happy because we need more female voices and female leaders in our world. Yes. So I'm super grateful for that. I've got two books, Confidence Creator and Overcome Your Villains. I am everywhere. This week, I am going to Mexico for a speaking engagement. Next week, New York City. Then India. I mean, this there are some... I'm speaking all over the world, literally, and I'm so grateful and blessed to be able to do something I love and and be paid for it it's it's an incredible experience i would love to hear from anyone listening you can always dm me i'm on all social media at mm-hmm. heather monahan perfect i'm so excited for you i'm so proud of you thank you i'm proud of it you is. too it's so good it's so good listen lock arms with women or friends that are just going to cheer you on it's honestly everybody the needs best. It. Everybody needs it. You need a support. You need a community. And no one wins alone. No. No, no one. Like, don't, don't isolate yourself. Ask Mm-mm. for help. You know, surround yourself with people that are going <laughs> to uplift you and cheer you on. Amen. And always, and last, always choose faith over fear. Keep your faith strong. You know this podcast is Christian, and we talk about Jesus here. And especially through these holidays coming up with Christmas, it gets pretty chaotic. Your mind can be racing. You're a mom. You're a wife. You're handling the business. You're doing all the things, even for the men out there. Take some time to rest. Have faith in yourself. Don't let fear creep in and take over because that's not the road you want to go down. As we just talked about, lean into your faith now stronger and harder than you have in the past. And I promise you things will happen for you Things can turn from sad to blessings if you just keep that faith strong, right? 
Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. That was in the Jesus Calling this morning. Love that. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Addicted to the Climb. Keep climbing higher. I love you all. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. And when you tag me and Kelly on social media, we will repost your post. Amen. I love you guys. Have a good week. Thanks, Heather. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started.